Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Russ Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it is Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft Podcast presented by DraftKings. I am Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams in seven years. Washington, the Cowboys, the Bills, the Browns, the Patriots. Now I just have a bunch of podcasts. Just posted the Power Rankings Tuesday podcast. I'll be doing the Even Money NFL Betting podcast a little bit later in the day. Of course, we've got the Fantasy Feast podcast with the great Joe Dolan, Fantasy Pro's number one ranked fantasy analyst. And this podcast, the threefer. With Emery Hunt at FBall Game Plan on Twitter, Football Game Plan on YouTube. Emery is the man with the plan. And we do three podcasts in one NFL Draft Podcast, College Football Podcast, College Football Betting Podcast. And I saw a guy tweet, Emery, over the weekend. You nailed your, your bets last week again. Hey, man, we just win people money, you know, and it's just funny to see how uh, it, me and my homeboy who I played ball with, with over the weekend were talking like, man, if you were a millionaire and you just literally had, let's say, a million just to play with, right, you could legitimately make a living just off betting football games if you knew the game, if you knew personnel, if you knew, if you understood what you were looking at. Like, you could legitimately just bankroll your entire career just off betting football games i feel like it's a it's a fun exercise i wouldn't do it but it feels like it, it would be a profitable uh venture yeah i mean it's harder than it looks right <laughs> we've had some success on even money and here on the college draft but uh it is not easy you're 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 but you're right i mean there are people that do it certainly like steve fezzik on the even money podcast look what everybody needs to do is go to footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. Don't be a procrastinator. Just go to footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. Get it, and that way you know you have it for when it comes out uh, You know, next winter, February, March, whatever, and you'll be good to go. Speaking of good to go, Emery, let's talk about one of the two games I've got this weekend. So Thursday night. You'll be able to watch your boy, Emery. It'll be FAU at Charlotte. 
my first time going down to Club Lit to see Charlotte. <laughs> Two teams that very much have a chance to win, you know, Conference USA. Looking forward to seeing Charlotte and their quarterback, Chris Reynolds, against FAU. And then Saturday, undefeated, top 20 Wake Forest at Army. And there's not one but two offensive linemen for Wake Forest, Emory, that have caught your eye. Yes, Sean McGinn is the guard, and the center is Zach Tom. Both guys are are really good. Um, You know, McGinn is someone that's quick off the ball. He's a left guard, so he's someone that's, that you can get out and around on run plays. He's quick, he makes good contact power. Uh, I feel like he could, you know, use to get stronger, because stand to get stronger. Um, but Tom is the strongest one of the two. You know, he's able to lock and turn and, you know, create a lane for the running back right there in the, in the A-gap. Um, he's drive blocking down the field, so he's a really good player. But his quickness isn't where you want it to be, so he has to get better there. But both guys in unison – help spearhead that run game and they are senior bowl watch list guys and they're really good prospects so i like both they played a lot of games lost a lot of snaps um one is quicker one is stronger but together they work well in unison and i just wonder if, if wake forest wins the acc do they get the playoffs yes if they win the acc and they're undefeated yes i don't think that's gonna happen but if they won the ACC, I think if any – look, I think Pitt has a chance. Right. Pitt's only lost to Western – Pitt's good. I don't know how they lost to Western Michigan. Western Michigan's good, but still um, impressive. Now, I'll tell you this much. Army has two, maybe even three or four legit NFL prospects on defense. So the two guys, without any question, that will get in the camps – their nose tackle, Nolan Cockrell, who I told the Senior Bowl about, Jim Nagy, he is a stud. I think he's a 3-4 D-end at the next level, but he has rotational NFL D-linemen uh, all over him. He's strong. He's fast. I mean, he is impressive. Good technique. Then I think their D-end, Andre Carter, who's only a junior, Leads FBS in sacks. He had another one against Wisconsin the other night. This dude, Emory, is like six six and a half, two fifty. Was a high school wide receiver from like Missouri City, Texas, but he moves like a cat out there. He's got good hands, long arms, moves like a cat. I'm telling you, this guy's legit, legit. Um, and then they got a couple other guys. They got senior linebacker Eric Smith. 53, who's worth keeping an eye on because of the success they've had last couple of years with Cole Christensen and John Radigan. And then they've got a safety, Marquell Broughton, who's a junior, who's a very good player as well. Army's defense um, is, is extremely impressive. They got a bunch of talent there, including a couple of juniors. Wake Forest, Emory, is laying three points. So a lot of respect for the Black Knights coming off back-to-back losses. Only three-point underdogs. Who do you like in this game, Emory, and why? I'm laying those points with Wake Forest. This will be – you'll enjoy this game as well, Ross, with how fast this game will go. Um, I feel like Wake Forest will try to run the football in this one and take their timely shots deep down the field. If you tell me Wake Forest can beat Army by three or four points, um, scoring a touchdown, I think that that's an easy bet to make. So I like how Wake Forest is playing on defense, firstly, 
But also, I think their offense um, has a little bit of balance to where they can definitely uh, get that ball in the end zone uh, and cover this spread. So I, I, it won't be a 30 to 24 type game. It may even be 17 7, but that gets you uh, more money in your pocket. So I'm laying those points with Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I would be very curious to see whether or not Christian Anderson can play for Army. That's a uh, he is a difference maker at the quarterback position. They've lost the last two games without him. I think there's a pretty decent chance they would have won both those games if Anderson was able to play. He was playing at a really high level. It's extremely unfortunate that he was hurt. I will say this though. I do like Jamel Jones at quarterback for, for Army if he gets an opportunity. That that guy definitely has his way with the football in his hands, and he, he's a terrific runner. Underrated passer, hadn't been able to to showcase that. You don't really showcase that in um, in, in that Army offense, but Jamel Jones is a tremendous talent uh, coming from, you know, uh, Texas. You know, it's interesting because last game against Wisconsin, they played – Tyre Tyler, they played Jabari Laws got back in the game, but they did not play Jamel Jones. So he's kind of, I don't know if he's going to get in because he's kind of fourth, but he does a nice job. You're right when he gets in there. Um, Let's talk Kansas State at Texas Tech. Texas Tech is laying one point. This is basically a pick em. And look at you, Emery, Mr. O-line guy. You want to talk about Noah Johnson for K-State? Listen, it's early. But I like what I see from Noah Johnson, man. You talk about someone extremely quick off the ball, number one. Um, read and recognition skills are A+. Plus. Like, you won't, you don't fool him with stunts. He's quickly able to diagnose and, and redirecting and, you know, also uh, recover. So his, his ability, let's say, mentally is, is where it needs to be. And once he is locked on a, on a defender, he's moving him out the way. A lot of Kansas State's runs inside are running right behind him. So he's able just to, you know, get on someone, get him out the way. So he's got good contact, power, good functional strength. He has good quickness, good recovery ability, good recognition. He's checking a lot of boxes, man. I was very impressed watching his tape. I'm excited to see him continue to progress. I'll be interested to see where he stacks up once I grade a a lot of centers. But I like what I'm seeing from him uh, so far. I just love the way he plays. the game and just initially from this from this viewing he looks like he's going to be one of those guys that i'm gonna have graded really high what about texas tech's running back uh, i don't even know how to say his first name thompson sir roderick thompson sir roderick okay this 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 guy here man i tweeted this back in the summer um he has the goods coming into the season he was recovering from a shoulder injury so that's why he didn't start the season. But, man, you talk about someone that has terrific footwork, has a knack for the big play, uh, has the vision you want inside you know, the tackle-to-tackle vision to really find those creases, then bounce outside and go. He can catch the football. He's a big play threat, man, and I'm a big fan of his game. You go back and watch him uh, last year, how well he, he was able to break tackles and then just explode past defenders. Uh, this season – you know, they've been slowly working him back in the mix, you know, because he's, again, nursing that shoulder injury. Uh, they don't want to hurt him too much. But this dude, to me, is the sleeper the running back in this class that no one's talking about. Texas Tech laying one point, Emory. What do you got? <sighs> it's, 
you never know with the Red Raiders. So I'm going with Kansas State because defense special teams, I could trust that they're going to find a way to make a play uh, in, in one aspect of the, that portion of the game. Uh, even though their quarterback situation is, is kind of in flux and they haven't been the same. But I know Kansas State will play good defense. I know they'll play good special teams. And to me, that will be enough to get them to win this game. Such a good point. There's always certain programs that you know what you get out of them on defense and special teams. To me, it's like you know what you're getting when you go to AutoZone because they have products to show your car you care during fall car care month, which is in October. Here's my thing, especially if you're in the Northeast like Emory and Jersey or me in Pennsylvania, make sure you're prepared before that first time it snows. Make sure your washer fluid's topped off. Make sure you've got replacement wipers to help you clear your windshield during rain, sleet, or snow. Make sure you've got the scraper in your car. You can get all those things at AutoZone. How about, by the way, get a new pair of fog lamps to cut through the fog, which is a very real thing. Um, always replace your headlights in pairs, by the way. Stay safe this fall car care month. Visit your nearest AutoZone or just go to head uh, just go to autozone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Do I sound like the commercials when I do that, Emery? A little bit, a little bit. I try to do like the same cadence as the commercials. <laughs> at any rate, all right. Now we got UTSA at La Tech. UTSA laying 7 points. They've done a good job with that program. What about their corner? Tariq Woolen. 6'4", 205. Uh, wow. Yeah. Former wide receiver, so that's why. Right? Came into UTSA as a wide receiver. Moved to cornerback two years ago. Uh, and, again, he plays the position like someone that had played receiver. So his ball skills, ball instincts are where it needs to be. And you know, because he has the length and athleticism, he could challenge one-on-one. So when they have him playing off in zone, it's interesting to see how he's able to re-react and drive on the football. It's been fun to watch him develop at that position two years ago. Uh, you saw the raw talent. Now you're seeing the technical skill come to, come uh, come with it. And teams are starting to avoid throwing to his side because he's so long and has really good ball skills. You know it's not going to be an easy completion. So they've been going to the other corner. But when they go his way, it's getting broken up. It's getting picked off. He had an interception against UNLV. But I like the progression, and he's a big reason why they are undefeated uh, and ranked for the first time in program history. What about D lineman uh, Levi Bell? Yeah, he got hurt in the SMU game. Uh, he's someone that they he he plays defensive tackle, right? He's a they have him listed at six one two seventy six. So we know that essentially means five eleven and three fourths, mm -hmm. and probably about two sixty five, right? Uh, now he's a disruptive, you know, player on the interior, but you could probably see a, a pathway for him being uh, kind of that person that you could rush off the edge, or if you want to have him as a shorter Puna Ford type, you know, quick tackle on the inside, you can because uh, he's relentless. He has good quickness off the ball, and you know he's going to find a way to the quarterback. I watched the southeastern louisiana game and they have a quarterback prospect in cole kelly who won the walter payton award the fcs heisman last year and was playing out of his mind this season too he may win back to back and he was giving him the blues all day long just quick interior pressure but I, i'm looking at him could he be a five technique 
Can he be a, a you know an edge rusher like a Brandon Graham that you play that wide nine, or do you want to keep him inside if he's truly six one two seventy six? So there's some flexibility with him, um, but just he hadn't played you know since getting hurt against SMU in September. All right, so with UTSA laying the seven, what are you thinking? I like UTSA. You know, La Tech should have lost that game to Southeast Louisiana, number one. Um, they've been playing on uh, cardiac football for, for the longest, and UTSA's defense is really good. They got a great running back in Sincere McCormick, who we'll talk about next year when he's a senior. Uh, their quarterback has been playing really well, Frank Harris. Um, he's a senior. Uh, so I just think that this is a really good experience team with a good defense. And when you say good defense, that's not what you want to hear when you're La Tech because they can't handle any team that can play defense. I like the Roadrunners. They, they have the best ha- hashtag, too. Their hashtag is Meep Meep because, again, they're the Roadrunners. So. <laughs> I love that. Um, all right, huge game in the Mountain West. Nevada at – Fresno State, Nevada. I saw them a couple weeks ago. I don't know if I've asked you about your breakdown of Nevada quarterback Carson Strong. I'm curious to hear what you think. He's a good player, man. And I think right now when you look amongst the, the draft Twitter community, everyone is wanting to to push someone into the QB1 spot. Um, so they're one-upping each other on is it – Carson Strong is it Kenny Pickett is it Jake Hayner you know and so you just like listen man you know let these guys just play ball and Strong is good I worry about his arm strength uh at the NFL level in terms of having to throw in tight windows and driving the football I think that's where he's weakest uh his ability to create off script is a little bit questionable because of the lack of you know core athleticism or, or true uh you know quickness and mobility uh, but in terms of just quick throwing the football and operating the offense, he's doing a good job. And that's the reason why Nevada has been consistent the last couple of years. Um, deep ball may be a question. If he gets it out early, he throws a beautiful rainbow ball. And that's why we were going to talk about their receiver, Romeo Dubs, as well. Um, but when he's under pressure, it it is not as consistent. And there's a lot of acrobatic catches by these wide receivers that are great catches, but not particularly great throws. So, He's a he's a guy that I think is more of a second or third round type uh, talent, um, but definitely worthy of a roster spot, obviously, at the NFL level. So watching him, he's very bright, uh, knows where to go with the ball. They let him control the whole thing at the line of scrimmage. Uh, he's very smart. He's uh, pretty darn accurate. I think he's got a pretty good arm. He's not very mobile. I guess he had knee surgery in the offseason, and he still has a brace on that knee. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Phillip Rivers um, because of just how quickly he gets rid of the ball a lot of times, how often he'll just go to the check down. Like, he's very patient. He's not afraid to just check it down to, to, to Toa Tawa or the backs out of the backfield. I think he's pretty good. He doesn't look to me like a a first-round, top five, top ten NFL quarterback. Um, I think his arm's strong enough. I guess I just – everybody wants someone with the second reaction plays, and that's that's not him, the off-script stuff, as you said. He does have a pretty good receiver, though, in Romeo Dubs, who you referenced. 
Yeah, he's a taller guy. And I love when you have these taller receivers that also return punts because that tells you his route running, his quickness, and his short area burst. Um, so he's able to win at the line of scrimmage. He's able to get open. And he does, a, I think, his best trait is his ability to track the football deep down the field. And he's a he's a guy that's a big play threat. Yes, there are some inconsistencies with catching the football. He'll drop some easy ones, but in the overall grand scheme of things, he's he's a really good receiver that has good hands. Uh, are they the best hands? Maybe not, but they're good hands. So you can trust him. And he's someone that, that knows how to get himself in position to make a play on the ball because he's stacking and tracking the defensive. He's stacking the defensive back and tracking the ball. And I think that's an elite trait. That's why him and Carson Strong work so well together in unison. You, and he also has a great sense of timing. You go back to the game last year against – uh, San Diego State when they needed a big play in that game because the defense of the Aztecs was really putting a hunker down on Toa Tower and also Dubs and, and Strong. And so they needed a big play in the passing game. Boom, there it is in the third quarter. He makes it, gets him into a position to score a touchdown to help them win that game. So uh, I just like his ability to have a sense of timing. He sacrifices for the football, not afraid to die for, for a pass. And I just think that because he returns punts, increases his value because he has that ability as a returner, both kickoffs and punts if, if you need him to. Plus, he's a really good route runner. What about um, for Fresno, their quarterback, Jake Hayner, the UW transfer? Yeah, he's a good quarterback, man. I, I think right now he's another one that arm strength is, is probably a question at the NFL level, but he can make those second reaction plays. Um, he can scramble around a little bit, find some time. He plays a little bit to me like a Taylor Heineke. Uh, you know, someone that is yeah. that does a, a really good job of just creating plays. Um, and you can't put a price on that. You you want someone that can help you out when things don't go right. Someone to play above the X's and O's. And that's him. Now, overall, as a pure, let's say, quarterback prospect, uh, he's a little bit limited. But for the most part, someone that you could win games with it because of his ability to create. But you just know his ceiling is, is probably low. Um, so I think what you see is what you're going to get with him right now, but he's done a great job with this Fresno state offense. Um, but he, he does, he's someone that you can see when he's going away uh, on a far hash, there's some throws that just tend to die in, in air. And another case where you have acrobatic catches by these wide receivers. And I also just want to say this. I hate that we have now made, uh, we have made this part of the football lexicon, these back shoulder throws when essentially they're under throws. They're, they're not good throws. You know, they're great plays by the receiver, but we are giving quarterbacks credit for not putting the ball where it needs to be. Receivers are, you know, sacrificing their AT ACLs and Patella tendons, trying to catch these doggone passes that's thrown behind them. But um, he is someone that I think is more like Taylor Heineken than anything. But again, another case with draft Twitter is trying to push everybody into the first round. If you can complete three passes in a row, draft Twitter will, will say, hey, man, this is the first round. Don't be surprised if so-and-so takes him in the first round. Like, all right, man, you're going to have 35 quarterbacks go in the first round in the top 32 picks uh, if you leave it up to draft Twitter. So Fresno's laying three, Emery. What are you doing here? Whew, this is going to be a fantastic game, man. I like Nevada. I'm a big fan of Toa Tower um, and how gritty he runs. I think defensively, while Nevada isn't what they were last year, they're active. And I just think the, the offense of uh, although Rivers for Fresno is a really good running back, too. That's why I think this game is going to be close. I'm taking Nevada in the points here. Got it. I would agree with that, although both these teams are very good. 
Mountain West has some good teams this year for sure. All right, last but not least, it's going to be USC and Notre Dame. But first, I want to make sure everyone knows that overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure, the MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, it's a network working for everyone. USC, Notre Dame's laying seven points. Man, USC, what a mess. Let's get to their offensive lineman, Jalen McKenzie. He plays on the right side, really good player. Uh, in a run game, when he's going straight ahead, he can really get guys up out the paint, man. He's driving these guys, helping them switch positions, you know, taking defensive linemen, turning them into safeties, you know what I'm saying? So he's pushing guys off the ball. Uh, and in pass pro, when guys are trying to run twists and stunts, he's able to pick those up. But the lateral quickness, in my opinion, is a little bit questionable, and that's where I have concern, and that's where he's going to have to get better. Uh, in the run game, when he's going to the second level, if guys are able to evade that block, if they can avoid his hands getting on them, him reacting to that initial quickness is where he's going to have to get better. I think he plays a little bit heavy footwork-wise, uh, so he has some room to grow. But you like him in pass pro, guys are not going to bull rush him. He's You're not getting to the quarterback that way. And in the run game, you can run behind him because, again, he is – you know, country strong in terms of getting his hands on you and getting you up out of there quickly. And so you could run right side like like most teams do. So he's a good overall prospect uh, with some room to grow because he's still rough around the edges in some aspects of his game. Notre Dame linebacker Bo Bauer from uh, Erie Cathedral Prep. I saw him in high school three years in a row in the state championship games. Tell me about him in, at the college level. Yeah, I like his ability. You see things that you can – you know, that translates to the next level. You see athleticism, number one, check. You see ability to play special teams, number two, check. You also see his ability to play on both ends of defense. He can, you know, stop the run. He can chase the run away. He can pressure the quarterback. He can drop back in coverage. There's a lot of things that you like about Bo Bauer, and and I think that athleticism and versatility yields itself to him uh, playing at the next level because he doesn't have to be a three-down guy. He could be a sub-package guy. He could be a special teamer. He could be someone that you can use situationally. Um, I just think that he has a lot going for him. And when you're able to do a lot of things, especially at that position um, in today's NFL, you're going to find your way getting drafted in the mid-rounds and find your way uh, having a nice, lengthy career because of it. Emory, Notre Dame is laying seven points. What are you recommending? Take Notre Dame, man. I can't trust USC as far as I can throw them this year. Uh, when you look at USC, it's just inconsistent in offense. You know, quarterback players is spotty. I think Notre Dame is going to turn the ball over about two times in this game uh, because of that reason. And once you give Notre Dame extra possessions with the football, with their ability to run the football, curtains. So I'm laying those points with Notre Dame. Love it. What happened to Slovis this year, man? It's just inconsistent, man. He 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 is someone that that really when people were talking about him last year, I never saw it with him. I never saw the, the arm strength or just the ability. He, he reminded me a lot of Josh Rosen, right? When you watch him, you're just like, man, you, if you just get rid of that football quicker, maybe that guy can make a play on it. Or how could you not feel that pressure coming off the corner when you just stood dead, you know, still in the pocket, you have no pocket feel uh, for pressure. So it just, to me, it's just, 
he he is just someone that just is probably uh, QB two or QB three at the next level. Check him out on social at fball game plan. Remember, you can always email me to Ross at RossTucker.com if you have specific questions about prospects for Emery. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod. He has the best draft guide out there. Certainly the the most expansive, especially if you're into some of the smaller school guys. Footballgameplan.com slash 2022 draft guide. The keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for listening to the College Draft Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Fantasy Feast, Even Money, and the Business of Sports. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, one 800 with it by the way if what i was talking about included a deposit bonus doesn't always sometimes it does deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit